Hi, and welcome to the Boat Princess podcast. My name is Nikki Vo, and I'm your host. I am a boat owner, a marina owner, a director on the Marina Industries Association, and a huge advocate for boating. In this series, I'm sharing the stories from every nook of the boating industry with the intention of encouraging more women to join me and for more women to get behind the helm too. I want to share the experience and opportunities of boating, of the boating industry, and I want you to join me as I bring the conversations and answer all the questions you've had. Boating is not just for the glamorous and rich and famous. It's full of beautiful and interesting people making the most of our natural environment and getting out there, enjoying the waterways. So let's set off the lines, take over the helm and escape to the world of boating. So on today's episode of the Boat Princess podcast, I'm going to be talking to Michelle Nichols. Michelle is uh, a woman that's been in the boating industry for a long time now. We're very proud of that, that a woman has been here that long. Um, She is our office manager at Empire Marina Bobbin Head and an incredibly critical member of our team. So I wanted to have a chat with her today and share with you um, the sort of things that she does to give you an insight into another type of role that you can enjoy in the boating industry. So Michelle, welcome. Thank you for having me. It's nice to have you here, darling. Um, So Michelle, how did you end up working at this marina? Um, well, it was actually my stepmother uh, was working here uh, back in the Halverson days and a job opportunity came about where um, I sort of went, yes, okay, <laughs> I'd like to do that. <laughs> and so, that was just, yeah, sorry, that was just being um, just the normal receptionist at, at that stage. It was just the receptionist, yeah. Just. Actually, the receptionist is an incredibly (laughs) important person. She's the first person that answers the phone and then the whole impression of that business is given by you because you're that person that answers the phone. So um, I think receptionists don't necessarily realise that sometimes, how incredibly important they are. Um, So it was another case of we talked to so many people in this industry that have fallen into a role because of their connections so it was it was people you knew rather than being advertised as a position available sort of thing yes yeah I mean I think they were advertising um but Lee my stepmother had said look it'd be a good opportunity for Michelle to to come down because I'd only my son was quite young then and it meant that I wasn't traveling around for work I was actually in one spot whilst he was at kindergarten and things. So it was perfect timing, perfect timing. So was it full-time position at that point? Yes, Monday to Friday. How did you juggle that with a young son? Um, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It was a bit difficult uh, straight up, but um, I think being closer to him as he's kindergarten was only up the road that made life a little bit easier so if something you know happened I could leave work and attend to him um otherwise it was just yeah just keep working let's work through it make sure he's okay and the family's okay 
You probably blocked it out because it was... (laughs) (laughs) It was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. (laughs) So, um, So basically keeping it local was a way that you kept that juggle. Yes, because I only yeah. live five minutes at the road, so coming to five, ten minutes up the road, depending on the traffic in the morning. Yeah, um, or, the, or the lizards going across the path or yes. <laughs> snakes. That's what I've experienced coming down to work sometimes. <laughs> oh, it's just to take your time and enjoy the scenery. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so you were a receptionist for how long? Do you remember? Um, I was the receptionist slash boat hire person slash wages lady there for probably, oh, I don't know, probably about six years, I'd say. Yeah, six years. And that's when the houses and family owned this marina. Correct, yeah. Yeah. So it was lovely working with them actually, another, you know, family-orientated business, really nice, really nice. Yeah, and it was a bit different here then, wasn't it? What was different about the marina at the time? Well, we didn't have births. We had moorings. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, oh, let me just explain that to our listeners. So, um, a berth is where you walk on and walk off your boat. So it's it's you're parking your boat into a space that then allows you to directly walk off your boat. Um, a mooring is where you actually um, have your boat attached to a rope, which is attached to a or um, a big concrete block. Um, in in the water um, so it's not actually beside any structure so you have to take a smaller boat to get out to that mooring so that's the difference between moorings and berths sorry to interrupt carry on Michelle. <laughs> um, and yeah with that that because people needed service to get to their vessels we had a um, had 10 uh, younger boys here running around doing that sort of thing you know straight from school so a lot of a lot of teenage boys would start their profession here back then to being shipwrights and stuff because it was like their first step of being from a dockhand up into being a shipwright or a mechanic or whatever, which is another thing that the Halversons actually ran all those bits and pieces and ran a lot of apprenticeships and that back then. For, so you know. did they They didn't have tenants? They they ran all of them? Correct. Ah, yeah. okay. So very different. Yeah, different yeah. than what it is today. So I think that's why we had a lot more females in the office back then too because there's a lot more. Thing, a lot more you know, administration. More, yeah, exactly. Yeah, because you've got a lot, you're actually running a whole series of businesses really yep. if you're running that whole thing, aren't you? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So then um, I think it went from then they decided to, you know, the boys or the businesses to look after themselves um, and that just changed the structure then. So they did move to the tenancy model? Correct. Okay. Yeah, they did. And they also hired out. Were you, were you here when they were still hiring out the hire boats? That it, so many people in Sydney remember hiring those? Yes, I was. But the, the, the fleet had only gone down to about eight when I'd started from 36 or something down to about eight. And um, those, those vessels were out every weekend, all the time. It was, mm. They were always booked up. It was good. People loved it, loved to take those out and... They still ring today asking if they can hire one. <laughs> yeah, we get person about every once a day, don't we, saying, <laughs> oh, I remember coming down here and hiring out the Harbisons and blah, blah, blah. Just so you know, folks, the uh, the regulations in Australia got very stringent, uh, which made it very, very hard to continue that business. So that's why that all changed. Um, so 
tell me about a fun story from that that time when the Halversons were here, something that you had to solve or a, a problem that came up or a funny story or... Oh, there was one lady and her best friend, they'd come down just to take the vessel out for a weekend and um, they were just, you know, two ladies getting away from it all, leaving away from their families for the weekend. And I said, oh, you're lucky today. You've got a vessel called Robin. Well, the lady who was hiring just looked at me and had a ghostly, deathly stare and I said, is everything okay? And she said, well, the reason why we're going out this weekend is because my husband's just left me for a robin. Oh, and oh, I went, oh, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't change it no. at all. Like I could not swap boats or anything for her. So anyway, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I just my thought, goodness. Oh, what do you say? Yeah. What do you say? But yeah. anyway, they did have a nice time when they came back. They just, I think they called the boat something else the whole time they were out. <laughs> yeah, so. Oh, my goodness. That, that's, um, that's an interesting story. See, I knew there would be one. <laughs> There's many more, but I can't, they can't come to my mind straight away. <laughs> so you were a receptionist then. Um, when did you, did you, your role change from that during the Halverson era or...? Yes, I um when my stepmother left, resigned from, you know, she'd been working here 30 years and mm-hmm. decided that she wanted to leave and at that stage I'd been um she'd been training me up in her bits and pieces and um then I stepped into that role. And what was that role classified? That was at um, basic office manager. Yeah. 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 And um we just had yeah, then a couple of extra uh, one or two extra girls, I think, at that stage, and yeah, yeah. and then I yeah started running the team. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Um, so, in running a team like that, what sort of skill sets did you did you learn your skills on the way through on the job, or did you come to that original role with a certain level skill set that you then developed, or how do you think that worked? Well. Earlier days in my life, I used to work for uh, a bank, so um, I think a lot of my figures and things came from there. Um, between the bank and here, I actually did something totally different. I was doing photography, so oh. it's totally different. And um, but um, I got taught. I think in the roles back then with marinas, they were a lot different um, than other uh, other sort of accounting sort of thing because yeah. it's. It's a whole different world, a marina, than, you know, like a, a plumber's or something. Um, I think it's got different categories to it. So it's a lot of um, on, you know, learning whilst you're at work, on the job. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, there's things all the time different. Yeah, because even the words and, and the phrases and the is all different, isn't yes, it? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And the Halverson family themselves, they were... Well, they're an icon in the world of boating in Australia, aren't they? Um, do you remember a, fu- a nice moment you had with one of the Halverson family that you can share with us? Um, I it was probably with Harold. Um, he was Harvey's father. Um, he used to always come down here every day, uh, driving his beautiful gold Rolls Royce. Mm. Usually it was on the wrong side of the road when you drove down. 
But um, he used to always love my handwriting. So whenever he wanted um, something written out, printed, he'd get me to do it because he said I had lovely handwriting. Oh, that was very sweet. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. And so they did move to the tenancy model. They brought their fleet down to the eight boats. Mm-hmm. Did they did they close down the, that um, renting out boats operation completely in the end? Yes, they did. And it was um, Harvey's decision back then. He um, did a lot of pondering about doing so. I remember he used to go out and feed the fish here, yep. you know, and he used to say he used to make his biggest decisions whilst feeding the fish. Aww. And, um, and you know, where do you go with that? He had to put all new holding tanks in because regulations changed and things like that onto the vessels. So um, he decided to sell them off, you know, one by one privately and lots of people, you know, bought them up and have restored them or, you know, I think we've got one down here at the moment called Atlanta. She yeah. looks gorgeous. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, there is, um, I always say with a Halverson and, and beautiful classic boats like that, that if you buy one and you spend um, some time renovating them, they're never going to go out of style. No, no. Because they're, they're so beautifully classic, aren't they? It takes some looking after, but they're, they're, they're quite lovely. Yeah. Yeah, they they are. They're a classic boat. They're beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful that woodwork. Yum. Yeah. <laughs> so then um, uh, we became the new owners of Empire Marina, and mm-hmm. we changed it to Empire Marina Bob and Head because I guess it was just called Housing Marina there before then, was it? Correct. Yep. Yeah. Um, and was that a huge transition for you, or was it? Not a big difference. Oh, no, it was big. <laughs> it was big. It was just a whole new lot of learning again, you know, because um, you do things. Oh, we kept, we still kept the same policies and whatnot, but it was just a whole new bank accounts, the whole bit, everything, just you know. But then uh, Stephen was yes. the um, the marina manager then, and he like it was. He helped smooth that transition over for me by being really, really great to work with, you know. So that was, I think that was the easiest, you know, easiest part was working with him. (laughs) But it was fun. (laughs) (laughs) Stephen was a fun guy to work with. Yeah, yeah. Um, And what what do you love about working at a marina? Hmm, there's so many bits. I think down here that... At Bobbin Head, it feels like we're miles away, but we're not. But you know, we're so close to so much. But this little place, it, it's like it's got its own heartbeat, and it's oh. you know, and it it beats it to its own drum, and no one will ever be able to change that, you know. And it's it, I think it's with the combination of our beautiful clients and the people that we have all working together that keep that going, you know, and that and just the nice um. You know, just seeing kids come down and feed the fish, things like that. It's just, it's just lovely. Mm. You know, it's one of one of my favourite parts is watching that bit part when the kids feed the fish. Even when I feed the fish, I think that's really good too. Yeah, I notice you do that on, you know, when we've had lots of rainy rainy days. You'll go out and feed the fish, otherwise they'll get hungry. That's right. No one's there to feed them. <laughs> <laughs> They've all got names too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think, yeah, it's just. As I said, it's a beautiful scenery outside, you know, and if you're feeling a bit stressed and whatnot, at least you can just walk out and 
spend a bit of time in nature and, you know, rebalance yourself and then go back to work. So that, that I really, really, really like. Yeah, that's a nice – it is a very – I mean, I still have to pinch myself sometimes when I come – well, every time I'm coming down here really to, to recognise that this is where I get to, in inverted commas, work because it's such a special place. Um, and the other advantage is that everybody that's coming here are coming here for pleasure. So all you're doing is is making their lives better, which is such a nice um, business to work in. I think that's a real privilege and a real honour and, and uh, I really love that side of our business. And I know you have a sign in the back of house that says, um, you know, this our workplace is our client's um, place of relaxation sort of thing, isn't it? So yeah. that's a cultural thing that we have to be very careful to, we might be having a bad day, but we must never project that to our clients. No. Have no. you got some techniques for doing that, for managing that? Um, let me think. Probably a glass of wine each night after <laughs> work. <No. laughs> Maybe two. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just think if you get, it's a matter of getting to know your clients. I mean, you know, because we have such a diverse lot of clients that everyone's different. And but once you start getting to know them and becoming their friend, it makes life so much easier because they trust you as well. They'll come in and, and you know, help, Michelle, I need this or, you know, or just to come in and say hello, do you want a coffee? You know, that's mm. that's that's part of working here is really, really good as well, you know, that you do. We just get to meet so many different people. We do, don't we? And, they, and you know, I've, we've had clients walk in with some slice they've made at home or things yeah. like that, haven't we? Yeah. And, it's, I think that's so lovely that they do little things like that and that, that's because they feel part of this family that is the marina that they have their boat at. So it's, it's so lovely. Um, if you were a woman coming into the boating industry now, what pathways or what skill sets would you suggest to women? Um, I think... I wish I had have become a dock hand first. I think. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just to yep. to sort of you know get the feel of the boats, know the boats a little bit better. Um, you know, because someone might even say to me, oh, it's that Riv 43 and I just look at them with a blank look. Like I know what a Riv is but really a 43, I have no idea, yeah. okay. <laughs> but I think if you start early and start like the boys themselves, you know, and there's there's room for that for the girls. We had a girl here once, Gemma, she was yeah, just fantastic. Yeah, she was amazing. Yeah, great. Yeah. You know, I could drive the boat. And she went off boat. to do super yacht crewing, didn't she? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So, you know, I think if I had a, you know, like that would have been a good start in life, I reckon, apprenticeship, that, again, work your way up, becoming marina manager. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, there is that opportunity for women, I think, um, to go because um, marina management is a, you know, it's, it's, it doesn't have to be a guy. Well and truly be a woman. Yep. So um, I think uh, there is that opportunity and I don't think enough girls in school even think about working at a marina. So we're trying to fix that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. which is good. Um, and what skill sets do you think you have to have in your particular role as the office manager? Um, I think, you know, tolerance. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yes. 
um, you know, <laughs> good basic, you know, can you count sort of thing, you yeah. know, like um, um, what else? There's a few things I think, yeah, a bit of sense of humour and, and sometimes to be really quite strong too because otherwise, you know, you um, – it is still a bit of a man's world out there and you have to sort of stick up for yourself and just go, no, 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 <laughs> my way or the highway, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're all, we're all slightly scared of Michelle. <laughs> but that's, we need her because she, we need to be slightly scared of Michelle. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, you just got to be strong when you need to be. You yeah, know? yeah. yeah. And, no, and then show a sensitive side too if you're ready to crack it and cry. Show that as well, you know, that yeah. always helps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, th- I think um, you're a very, um, you're, you wear your heart on your sleeve and Thank we you. all know, you know, you're very a very good person. Thank you. Yeah, and we love having you on our team. So um, you um, have a son that's now grown up and doing his own thing and, um you have, uh, I mean, you're a very valued part of our team, as you know. Thank you. Um, and do you think you've, um, some of the things you've experienced here helped with your parenting as well through the years? Um, yeah, you know, like um, I think, again, knowing different walks of life of people have helped me with explaining that to Alex as he's grown up, you know, that, you know, he might be a bit frustrated but hang on, you know, look at the good side of that or you know, things like that. I'd, I'd say it has, you know. Um, and being also in a job for a long time has, you know, has taught him that as well, mm. you know, that you just don't have to go from job one, job, job one, job, you know. I think, you know, a bit of stability, things like that always helps as well. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And I think... Um uh, one of your assets and skills, if you like, is you're incredibly trustworthy and you behave as if this is your business <laughs> as well. Um, and as an owner, we truly appreciate that because that's uh, we know whatever we give you, we can completely and implicitly trust you with everything you do. And Thank that's, you. Yeah, no, it's really nice. And y- you therefore have passed, I believe, that onto your son as well you know that's a really important quality to pass on as well absolutely yeah Yeah. absolutely this is this is mine yeah okay my marina (laughs) (laughs) and I love that I absolutely love that I truly do um yeah we always say Michelle's the office manager slash CEO (laughs) (laughs) I'm the one that takes your money Yeah, because you look after accounts receivable and accounts payable, don't yep. you? Yes, both of them. Yeah. 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 Yep. So it's a busy day today because it's been a direct debit day today. So ah, <laughs> Your dad owned a boat, didn't he? Yes, he actually owned um Atlanta, the one that's here. But her oh, name really? was her name was Minmay Pre. It was originally Atlanta, then there was Minmay when Dad had it. And now it's back to Atlanta. And she's Alison. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, So that was Dad's first boat, and then the second one was Buccaneer, which was a um, thirty-six, I think. Yeah, and that was a Viking, and then his last one was Kamana, which was here as well. Yes, I remember Kamana. She's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. That was his yeah last boat. Yeah, Yeah. we sold Kamana, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. And do you tell me about some 
voting memories you have as a child? Oh, wow. <laughs> well, there was one where I actually took out one by myself. It was with some friends. I didn't go with Dad or anything. And we cut, brought it back here, and this is back with the moorings, and um, the wind had picked up. And anyway, one of the hatches blew off and into the water. And so because the two people I'm with have got no boating skills at all, I've had to dive into the water to go and get this hatch. So I'm there with a the hatch, and the, you know, the water's going around me and everything. I'm trying to swim back with the hatch. They're just standing on the back going, come on, come on. I'm going, can you throw me a bleeding rope? Because like <laughs> I thought I'm going to drown. <laughs> so they threw me a rope and then pulled me <laughs> on, on board. I thought I'll never take friends out again, never. <laughs> Very funny day, actually. (laughs) And as a young child, did you spend lots of time on the boat with your dad? Yeah, we didn't have big boat at that stage with dad. Um, We had just trailer boats back then. But he used to go out fishing and that um, and always take my brother but never me when they used to go outside fishing because it wasn't the place for a girl to go and I used to get so upset. But we did do it. He used to take me out fishing sometimes. Oh, (laughs) One time we're out there fishing and I've caught this flathead and he, you know, and they, oh, look, look, Dad, and he gets it and he gets the hook out. He goes, you don't catch flathead with a brim hook. <laughs> he said, no, there's two different sorts of hooks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's interesting. That's a that's a, a moment right there, isn't it, yeah. that your dad thought it was okay to take his son out but not you that's right yeah, yeah. and that's that, that's a, something we need to ch- um, i'm sure it has changed now yeah. Dads tend to take their girls out and yeah yeah treat them exactly the same yeah so. i think it was more because you're outside or something and there was no way for me to go to the toilet or something like that but yeah. you know it was it was a it's a cultural thing back then where you know the boys would do all that sort of things and girls weren't you know I should be staying home playing dolls yeah <laughs> yeah and when we say outside we mean we mean beyond the heads Correct. so to, to out to the what we call the blue water yeah which yeah can be rougher and it's it is more exposed but um yeah that's interesting mm. yeah and um then as an adult have you you've been boating and what's your boating experience since dad well I actually didn't get my license till um empire was running <laughs> there you go <laughs> i was sort of a bit scared to get my license you know but but um yeah so i'm still a little bit i'm not not that confident but yeah i don't mind being out in the boat and i'll, I'll give it a go but yeah yeah i'd prefer to sit back with a glass of wine and oh, someone don't we else all? look after it <laughs> don't we all yes we all love to sit back and have a captain looking after the boat and just enjoy the champagne because obviously you can't that's exactly if you're actually driving it that's so. right so i'm really enjoying this chat i hope you are too i just thought i'd break it up for a moment to pop a bit of champagne with you oh damn i don't have it here right now but Oh, goodness, I love a good bottle of Pomery, don't you? Um, Pomery Champagne are very kind and uh, sponsor this podcast. And we love sharing a bit of that stuff on the boat. So big thanks to Pomery Australia. We love your champagne. Oh, yes, and on that. (laughs) So, yeah, a little bit of Pomery, yeah, on board. Yes, we all like a bit of Pomery on board. 
Um, and uh, you can't do that when you're actually driving the boat. So, yeah, yeah. Um, and what do you think our clients get out of boating? Oh, I think it's for them, obviously, being here, that's their R&R, you know. That's where they, they work all week, high-pressure jobs, bits and pieces like that. And they get down here on a Friday afternoon and that's it. They're just, you know, like any just normal people just wanting to have a really nice family time, you know, go up the river and, and then have great time with their families and friends. Yeah. yeah. that's And that's the good thing and not, you know, the... You've got your quieter ones that just like to just relax on the back of the boat with nobody around them and then you've got the others that like all to raft up and have a bit of fun, you know. So, And that raft up team uh, term is uh, the boats all sort of, uh, they pick up a couple of moorings and then they join the boats together so that they can actually uh, kind of jump from one boat to the other and what invariably happens is if you've got the biggest boat, everybody ends up on your boat. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> Because you've got the biggest generator. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, that's what rafting up means and it's it's really good fun rafting up with uh, boating friends. So this location that we have here within the National Park obviously has some different things that you have to deal with that perhaps other marinas don't. Can you give us an idea of a few few of those things? Um, Um. I think because we get so many people from the national parks themselves, so our the traffic that comes through here gets quite busy with people, for, especially through school holidays. You've got, you know, people from all sorts of walks of life down here because it is a national park. Um, so it's not just running the marina, it's sort of crowd control some days too with the amount of people that we get coming through. Um but again, that's you know just families having fun and whatnot, and we just you know respect what they want to do and have fun with them as well. So. Do you remember that? Because um, we have the tinnies we hire out down mm-hmm. here, and that um, gives families and and people that don't normally go boating the opportunity to to have a go at boating. Um, do you remember Aunt Do? Do you remember that the happiest refugee? Did no. you know about that? No. So he came down here and rented a tinny. Um, and, you know, he's, he's the happiest, obviously his, his story is being about a boat person, right? And um, he came down when Stephen was here and the end of his book finishes with um, hiring a tinny here at Empire Marina Bobbin Head and Steve throwing him the life jacket and blah, blah, blah. And did I you not know, know that? that no. There you go. Yeah. Oh, didn't know that. Yeah, so our our tinny hire is famous, which is (laughs) kind of cool. Um, But, yeah, we do like to, I guess, encourage the public to think of this, not not on the arms where the boats are, but the the general marina space to be made very welcome here um, and to, to give them an insight into boating because that's really important to us that as many people enjoy boating as possible. Um. And I think that's something we do as a private marina um, that some clubs don't because clubs have a club membership and if their club membership is full, you're not allowed on the premises or if you're, if, if you live within five, I think it's if you live within five Ks but you're not a member, you can't go into the club. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. Some, some clubs are like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so um, 
I think that's really interesting that private ownership marinas actually are more accessible to the public, mm. which is quite funny, really. Yeah. So, it's, um, so Michelle, what do you enjoy most about your job? Um, the people. Yep, the people who I work with. And um, well, that's me. Yeah. Yay. Yay. <laughs> My bosses, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I think it, yeah, it's it's the people. Yeah. It's um and the and the 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 job itself is good. It's never never dull. There's always something that's happening. It's never the same. Like you can walk in, in the morning and go, I'm gonna do this, this and this, and then none of that happens. Yeah. Everything goes sideways and everything else. So you're still doing what you started in the morning because you know, in the afternoon because it just it gets really busy with people, but that's the fun part of it, you know. Yeah. You just don't know what you're going to expect for the day. Well, I did walk in one day and have to take a, a, a tin off the, the nose of a gecko. Is it a gecko? What are they called? Oh, the goanna. The goanna. Yeah. You know, the great big goanna. When I came into work in the morning, he had a tin on his nose <laughs> so he couldn't. So I Get it off. So the first thing I did that morning was taking the tin off, off the goanna's face. So, you know. <laughs> continually varied isn't it <laughs> yes yeah, some days we've got you know seagulls in the office with us you know? <laughs> <laughs> or there's a box and it's got a possum in there it needs to be relocated <laughs> so, so or there's yeah. snakes out the back where you just yeah <laughs> yes yes indeed uh, but yeah I, I love solving the things that happen with clients you know um and I, I'm sure you've got some wonderful stories there it's there a story you can share with us of something that just made you feel good because you'd made a client feel not necessarily a marina client here, but perhaps a member of the public that's come in and hired a tinny or something like that. Do you remember any good stories like that? Oh, I just remember some people that um, had lost, actually lost their baby. Um, the baby had died and they just wanted to you know throw the ashes out in the water and mm. we hired the tinny out to them to this young couple so that they could go and do that and um they were just so grateful you know that they could spend a bit of time up there up the river and do something that was just so you know, connected to them and you know being close to the water and just releasing that little one mm. off, off into the world so that was very sad but it was just you know they were just so grateful that we allowed them to do it. Yeah. And I think that's really special. Yeah. You know. That's a nice story. Yeah. And very something you'll never forget. No. Yeah. No. no. And they'll never forget. No. Yeah. That's nice. So on that sample note, we better pick it up again, haven't we? Yes. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, no, there's no need to be sorry because it is actually a very special and and that's something that couples go through sometimes that isn't necessarily rec recognised and it is an incredibly hard thing to go through. So um, it's a subject matter that should be expressed every now and then, I think. Yeah, well, it's not always just happy happy out of boats. There's, you know, a reason why some people are doing what they're doing, you yeah. know. There's other things behind the scenes. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. So uh, give us a day in the life of Michelle. Get up. <laughs> <laughs> Go for my little walk in the morning. <laughs> um, 
come to work <laughs> and go, what is going to happen today? <laughs> <laughs> no, and just start the day, you know, just start the day. Look forward to seeing everybody. Make sure everyone's okay, you know, um, and just battle through it, solve the problems if there is any. Michelle, as a woman in the boating industry, is there anything um, this team in particular um, does to that makes you feel more supported as a woman in the boating industry? Um, yes, it was the opportunity that um, Empire had given me to go and do my um, marina's management course yeah which was really really good like it was for four days and um it just gave me another insight to other marinas of how they operate and what you know challenges or what um we could bring to ours to you know step it up a bit so and work better with my manager at the time as well you know because we were both he'd say things and I'd just look at him bluntly going what are you talking about you know? yeah <laughs> Oh, a fire cart. Oh, okay. You know, <laughs> just yeah, just brought me into more running of the marina, helping. Yeah. So, brought you to a different level. Correct. Like. Yeah. 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 And I think you networked with some other other women at that course, didn't you? Do yes. I memory. There was that one, and also for the um, contractors um, sign in that we did with the BIA there was um, a few of us ladies in on that to ensure that you know contractors coming to the marina sign in properly it was really good being part of that and getting that the that system up and running in the mm. marinas mm. and is, I think you guys speak to each other since don't you if, if you've got a yeah yeah yeah, yeah absolutely yeah because yeah. that's what I love about marinas marinas are uh, we kind of compete against each other but we kind of don't because we're very location based aren't we yeah. so it's it's quite easy to talk to another person from another marine and say, how do you do this? And 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 share that knowledge to make life a little bit easier for everybody rather than reinventing the wheel every time. Sort of yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. Well, that's right because we are, you know, the same in, a, in, in the sense, just, you know, other people got different ideas which can help, mm. you know, and we've got good ideas too which can help. So, mm. no, yeah, so I still speak to some of those ladies. Yeah, it's good. That's good. Good fallback. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I think that's. I think women are particularly good at that, supporting each other and networking with each other and keeping in touch with each other, and and um, even across different businesses, which is a good thing. Yeah. So, I think we've pretty much covered it with Michelle today. Have you enjoyed being with us here at the yeah. Princess Podcast? Oh, it's been a bit daunting. I've never <laughs> done anything like this before. <laughs> You did very well. Thank you. <laughs> I'm getting one of those hot flushy things now. <laughs> oh, I saw a mug the other day. It said, I'm still hot. It just comes in flushes now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, thank you very much, for M Michelle, for joining us. Thank you very much for being on our team. We love having you. Thank you. Thank you, Nikki. Yeah, I love being part of it too. I love working with you guys, you and Darren. It's, it's awesome. It's awesome. We have some funny times. <laughs> I'm sure there's more to come. <laughs> I'm sure there is. <laughs> All right, darling. Well, we'll see you on the water soon, folks. Thanks to Michelle. And uh, we'll catch up again soon. Thank you.
So it was lovely talking to Michelle, our very own office manager at Empire Marina Bobbinhead. Lockdown presented its own challenges to us as a podcast, and I really do like doing my interviews in person. So I took the opportunity to speak to some of my team members during that time. So we'll be sharing that with you over and in between other podcasts. We're now recording now that we're allowed to all move around again. Um, We do actually have a position available at uh, Empire Marina Bobbinhead as a receptionist at the moment. So if you are someone that wants to get into the boating industry and uh, be a very important part of our business, please contact us on 029457-9011 or email john at empiremarinas.com.au. This is actually one of the very important parts of my podcast, trying to get more women and more people into the boating industry. So I'm hoping that uh, somebody will get in touch and join us. Take care, everyone, and see you on the water soon.